0: Welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm one of your hosts, Petter, and with me I got my co-host James. Hello! And today we're talking about volume 20 of Kaguya-sama Love is War. I have a little bit of an announcement. I, I've... Well, we recorded the Titan Tea Time episode that's actually going... It's gonna go online after this episode, so it actually oh. hasn't been announced on online yet, but I have gotten myself myself a little kitten... Uh, her name is Shino, and she is absolutely adorable. I love her to pieces, and she's uh, just over three months old. Uh, just wanted to announce that real quick. You know, she she might uh, make little appearances here and there if she if she <laughs> bothers me during recordings or whatever. But we'll see. Just just wanted to let the listeners know that I have my little Shino. Uh, I call her Shinomiya sometimes, just because I think that's funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but yeah, just wanted to say that and. A few other things before we get into, like, the character discussions. Actually, I have a few little things I want to touch on. Um, Sure. And maybe you can chime in as well. Um, But the first thing is that a commenter on our Volume 19 discussion on YouTube called Pants Pasta brought up a super cool theory related to Kaguya's impossible demands, uh, seeing as we talked about the... Well, we have been talking about the Swallow ever since Volume 11, I think it was. And... Uh, the Stone Bowl was brought up in the previous book, so uh, that's why this person uh, made this comment. So anyway, uh, Pants Pasta, as they're called, shared this fan theory about how the impossible challenges might relate to make a, potentially like a student council member winning the support of one of the impossible girls, or the out-of-your-league girls, the ones that were mentioned mm. by Kazino in volume 17. There were four of those Mm -hmm. girls basically like the most beautiful girls on campus not counting the student council members i think that's how he put it or something like that Mm -hmm. anyway and so i've done my research about this since obviously this as anyone who's listened to enough of these episodes knows i'm super into like these like finding these similarities and references to the tale of the bamboo cutter and 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 so real quick if anyone doesn't know in that tale Princess Kaguya had five suitors that she didn't she wasn't interested in any of them Uh, So in order to kind of shake them off She gave each of the five suitors a an impossible demand uh, to fetch her an impossible item From somewhere was basically her her trick to get them off her back in a way and so in my research on this I have been using Google Translate so Definitely you, James, feel free to chime in if anything sounds off to you, uh, since you obviously know sure. Japanese, <laughs> and I, yeah. I actually don't. But Tsubame Koyasu, obviously Tsubame means swallow. We've talked about this. So she represents right. the cowry shell born from a swallow. Kobachi Osaragi, we got kobachi, which means small bowl in Japanese, representing the stone begging bowl of the Buddha. And this wasn't something mm-hmm. we put together last time but it was definitely what the chapter name in the previous book was referring to uh, so it's really cool kind of to have that confirmed and it was also kind of made even more obvious in this book because uh, the final page of that kobachi chapter in this book was um well it had a, an image of a small bowl and right and also as she has mentioned I think even before this book she mentioned it in this book but also I think I think she has mentioned it before that her family name means Great Buddha. So like, there's definitely it
1: literally does. Like,
0: but, oh, literally. I, I was
1: so upset that <laughs> when it, when she said that in, in the volume, it was like, oh my gosh, that's so stupid. <laughs> what, like, it, it's literally the kanji is is Big Buddha. It's like, how how could I not? Like whatever, uh, <laughs> you know. It's some t- some things just go over your head, especially I feel like especially in Japanese for me and these names, right? Because right. they have sometimes they have just the most random names. Like some of them are really cool, like Big Thunder Mountain. Like that's a really cool name. Uh, but anyway, it's <laughs> so t- it's it's hard to it's hard to make out what some of the names mean t- sometimes, or they could have some sort of hidden meaning.
0: Yeah, mm, yeah.
1: So yeah. It, it just goes over your head sometimes, and that's, that's what this case was. <laughs>
0: Total, totally understandable. Uh, and, um, but I, I, I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like she said that before at some point in the story earlier, uh, maybe just in the mm-hmm. past by thing. But I, I'm pretty sure this wasn't the first time she said that about her last name. But
1: No, I, I don't but, I don't think either. That's mm. why it's even more upsetting that it just <laughs> oh. disappeared from my mind.
0: <laughs> fair, fair. But anyway, uh, next up we got Momo Ryuju, the the Yakuza girl,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Momo, according to my research means peach in Japanese. And mm. so this one was actually hard for me to, to find like one of those five items that princess Kaguya from the folktale requested. But my mm-hmm. best guess as to which one this refers to, because I'm, I'm, I'm following the trend of using the first name or well, the, the given name. Okay. Because that's that was it what it is for Tsubame and for Kobachi. Uh, so, using the word, or translating Momo, it, it's, it means peach. Uh, and the item that I kind of settle on for this one that it represents is the jeweled branch from the mythical island of Horai. Which is a mythical location which I think originates from Chinese mythology. But it was adapted into Japanese mythology at some point. Uh, and I mean, yeah. I know, yeah, I'd be right, yeah. There, there was, I'm sure there were, like, several things like that. But... I did a little bit of research on that location or on that mythical location and in the Chinese version of it, it's very much like a paradise kind of. and it has um, it has these enchanted fruits with fantastical properties, which I f- thought could be what the peach represents perhaps, especially since the item okay. specifically to be brought from there is a branch a branch perhaps containing these fruits on it you know perhaps um I, I, I according to my research also the 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 japanese version of this uh isn't as paradise-esque, supposedly um as as the chinese version but it, it could still be a, refer- a reference to that I'm, I'm i don't know for sure like i'm no i'm not expert on this uh, but it, it, it's my best guess anyway that it represents the branch from this mythical location uh, through this fruit.
1: So is there anything about in the kaguya Is is there anything about like a dragon pearl or dragon ball or something dragon related?
0: There is literally that. Is the Ryuji something like that?
1: Yes, ryuju literally means dragon, like pearl or sphere or something Ow, like that.
0: Oh shit! Okay, yeah. In that yeah. case, in in that case, that's actually probably what it is. Because I also had in my and in, in the back of my head, I had somewhere that ryu can sometimes mean dragon.
1: Mm-hmm. Is and that it does, yeah? Okay. In this case it does. Yes. Right,
0: because I, I was thinking about that as well, um, because one of the items is a colored jewel from a dragon's neck. So actually, yeah,
1: I, yeah.
0: If Ryuju, like, so, so you, you're saying Ryuju, the whole thing means dragon's jewel or something like that,
1: or so something like that, spear pearl, whatever.
0: Okay, in that case, that that's too perfect not to be what that's supposed to be, uh, and I probably mm-hmm. I probably misinterpreted that then, but yeah, okay, that's that that actually makes it clear, like much clearer, and it also kind of takes away the 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 pattern. It, it breaks the pattern of it having to be the first name, but I mean that's fair uh Mm -hmm. because this definitely is much clearer like my 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 answers definitely like i myself felt it was a little bit (laughs) far-fetched but that's really cool
1: also can i say momo is a very cute name it is
0: it is really cute (laughs)
1: very cute you don't really hear i don't feel like i've heard that too often i mean peach i I like i like the sound of momo but i don't feel like i've met too many people who are named momo
0: right right but true very cute name for sure for sure uh so and yeah thank you for clearing that one up definitely and, and then we have Koromo Shiranui, the girl that we actually haven't technically seen yet. Koromo means clothing in Japanese, at least from what I, or at least some kind of clothing piece, something, something, something that you wear, uh, from what I was able to figure out. And it represents the robe of Chinese fire rat skins, uh, which was one of, another one of those items. Um, so mm. I, I thought that, that one was pretty straightforward.
1: Well, the, the the kanji for fire is also in her name.
0: Oh, okay. So. Well, that makes it even even more straightforward then. <laughs> cool, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, so, but you know, that's only four. There's only four of these uh, out of your league girls. But there were five items, like there were five impossible demands that Princess Kaguya made in the folktale. So we're missing mm-hmm. we're missing one. We are missing that branch from the mythical island of Horai the one that i at first thought might have been momo so that one we're missing and now i i'm going to ask you do you have any do you know anything about perhaps any other character's name in the story that might mean something related to like a
1: branch or or i don't know something like that gosh i don't know i think it, i i think it you got to consider like the the people who have already been introduced. There could be someone who's not introduced yet,
0: for, for sure, for but sure. But
1: I guess you got to consider the those who are there. So we got just naming Chika Fujiwara, Miko Ino. Mm. Well, you could say Makishijo. That's one.
0: Yeah, Nagisa Kashiwagi. Uh,
1: yeah, but the, I think with Kashiwagi, like, is, I don't, I don't know if she would be one. You know, like those three seem like potential possibilities, but not Kashiwagi. Maybe. maybe Maybe Onodera, maybe she would be added there.
0: yeah. I so when I did this research, I since I was under the impression that the dragon jewel was the one that hadn't been occupied yet uh, since mm-hmm. I had you know th- that was the one that seemed to be left out to me earlier. I, I looked up like b- a bunch of names and, and translated them in Google Translate to see if they would mean anything related to dragon or to ja- dragon Jewel or anything like that. Obviously I didn't get any matches. So I, but I wasn't looking... I wasn't on the lookout for Branch. So I don't know if I could have found something like that in that case. Although I don't... Off the top of my head, I don't remember anything like that. So... Right. It's it's, it's possible none of them do have that meaning. Or that this person is already introduced somewhere. But I do think it's maybe a good possibility that they just haven't been introduced yet. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, there's a possibility for that. I think... Chica's name, as far as I understand, Chi is a thousand. And looking at her, I, I didn't, I'm not too familiar with the ka reading, but I, mm. I guess ka can mean flower. Right. Um, so a thousand flower, maybe that has something to do with it, but eh, maybe. it's not really a branch.
0: Google Translate translates her name to underground or basement.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you got to, yeah, like, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to got to get the right uh, kanji i guess in that instant. Um, right yeah i guess
0: it depends a lot on that yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I, I guess that's something i can like look into cuz i can't yeah. i can't on the top of my head. I i i i can't even think of all the the kanji for these people's names. Right oh yeah, now. i mean
0: i don't expect you to. I know i know there's like a shitload of kanjis. Um, miko means priestess according to uh, Google Translate. So that probably isn't it either.
1: Her name is in katakana. So huh. there's really, I I I guess you I guess you could say it's priestess.
0: And maki doesn't that just mean roll?
1: I mean like, it can. Like
0: the sushi. <laughs> I... <laughs> like I I I, I haven't Google translated that one, but is what I just recall.
1: Eno <laughs> is something like a field and a and a and a well. Ah. But I don't know so bad at kanji
0: oh sorry i mean (laughs) don't worry about it i mean maybe we're searching in vain at this point maybe as i said like maybe we just we just haven't seen this character yet at all yeah Uh, but we'll definitely be on the lookout from this point on i think for For sure the fifth uh, impossible girl
1: that's a really cool theory
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i really like that so thank you again pants pasta for for sharing that with us i really really enjoyed that and the se- second little thing before before we get into the character discussions is that the student council r- relationship diagram has been upgraded once again. Yeah. Uh version 1.5. It's a s- very very brief update though. Like I mm-hmm. it's definitely the smallest one so far at least from what I know. I mean, I think it definitely is. Like the main thing is that Miko, she used to think that Miyuki was nice, but now she really likes him. So that's a great yeah uh, step up. Also Miyuki he used to think Chika was creepy. Now he thinks <laughs> she's scary. So I don't know if that's uh, better or worse.
1: It's <laughs> going backwards here. Now, is this is this be- based on what happened in this volume, or is this just over time?
0: I think the I think the relationship diagrams are always based on the previous volumes. Like it doesn't take into okay. into account what happens in this volume. Uh, from what I've. Understood so far, like looking at them. Gotcha. So it 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 should be up to like up to what have happened has happened before this book. So that's I think all we have before we uh, get into the characters. This is probably our longest like intro so far, but I thought these were some neat things to to discuss. And so in honor of the cover of this volume, I want to start by talking about Miyuki Hirugane this time. I don't think we ever we've ever done that, so I think he he deserves he deserves to be talked about first for once. I think it's so sweet how he, like, so desperately wants to help Miko out and, you know, make her feel better somehow. Mm-hmm. And he is, in, th- in this volume, he's an admitted uh, Miko U-shipper as well. So he's on the yeah, right side. <laughs> officially
1: on Team Miko. Yes. Let's
0: go. <laughs> yeah, I was very happy to see that. And, I mean, I, I, I had sort of predicted that, but I, I was very glad oh, yes. to see yeah, it totally. definitely happen. So that's awesome.
1: One thing that I noticed that's maybe kind of small, but he seems to get over his inferior complex. Yes. Not uh, Obviously, we have the, the moment with the Test and Kaguya, but I want to talk about the baseball part. I think for him sure. being willing to, I guess, be in that moment and show off that he can't really play these kind of sports is, is a, a great step forward for him. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I kinda wish Chica was there to see that, but that's okay. Um, Yeah. I I think it was still great to show his underclassmen and and and, and some someone in the same class as him Mm -hmm. that he's he's not great at everything. He's not perfect. For sure. And even then he was still he still improved. (laughs) Like by the end he was doing really well. (laughs) That's right. That's right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I I I agree completely. This is also something I, I took note of. It's really cool how like he definitely because it was it showed how he definitely had that fear at the beginning like yeah. before he started batting those balls, he kind of had those those fear and it was represented with like all of those three people that he went there with all of them doing the how cute face <laughs> just like <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny but uh so like he he definitely felt the fear of failure in that moment mm-hmm. uh, but of course, you know no one shamed him for that, you know obviously because they're 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 good people they wouldn't react the way he expected them to in his head.
1: Right. I mean, I think they kind of teased him. Oh, that's okay. Of course. Right, they, yeah. They don't yeah. they don't belittle him for it, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's just like a friendly teasing like which is obviously not in a mean way, you know. Right. Uh and obviously he understood that and he he realized pretty quickly yeah. that that it was it was all right, you know. Failure isn't such a scary thing.
1: Totally. And then he kind of did it back at, you know, Ishigami and I think yeah. I think just that whole vibe with it was having fun like kind of mm. getting on each other's cases in that in that way so yeah anyway, it was it was really nice to see
0: very nice I agree completely yeah like it's a definitely a step in the right direction for him to learn to be more okay with not succeeding at everything um, mm-hmm. and it goes as you mentioned also a, a little earlier goes along very nicely with how his exam score dropped pretty noticeably from first to 12th in the ranks um, mm-hmm. and how you know he's he's fine with that like sure he doesn't have to fight anymore to be on equal footing with kaguya or he doesn't feel the need to do that anymore but it is right you know he has also grown to be more confident in himself just in general i think uh so i think it's been it, it's great it's great he's moving toward a much healthier lifestyle
1: yeah for sure and it, and it, you know it's not like he's stopped working hard all in general he's mm. just switching that those gears yeah uh all, I mean take taking time for himself and not overworking himself but also putting more of his effort into studying for English as he still wants to go to the us mm-hmm. so I you know it I think yeah it, it's great to see him not I don't know man just like kill himself yeah. in order to stay on stay on top
0: totally totally and and seriously still ranking 12th in your grade is still very, yeah. very good. Very good. <laughs> so, very good. Uh, and, and he said he didn't study for this exam. Mm-hmm. Still, he ranked 12th. So that definitely shows that he isn't just, like, one who exceed or excels because he studies really hard. He can actually mm-hmm. do really, really well without studying two, uh, which I didn't really think was the case earlier. But... I guess I guess if, if he's followed along like throughout the term on all of the all of the yeah, pieces mean, of information like he, he can grasp that pretty well, I guess. Sure. Uh, sure. But but yeah, it was still still great. And of course we get the big news that the Shirogane family's moving and Miyuki is tasked with finding the new apartment.
1: <laughs> oh, there's no if I was that age, there was no way my dad would say, <laughs> Hey, find us a place to live. There is yeah. no way Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Uh, but I thought, thought that was really nice, um, and and definitely very precious to see how he was dreaming about being neighbors with Kaguya. Yeah.
1: And all that
0: um, very sweet, and it ma- makes me super excited for the future of the story. Now that it seems like that's what where they're gonna go. Like,
1: I, I guess.
0: <laughs> very nice. Although he's gonna move away in half a year's time, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be short.
0: It will be short but sweet, perhaps guess we'll see. Well, I guess there's also... There, there is still the possibility that Kaguya might come with him to the U.S. True.
1: I guess that's so. the... Yeah, I guess that's their end goal anyway.
0: That is, that is the plan, at least. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. That's so so exciting. Do you got anything more on Miyuki? I don't. But let's continue with the gentlemen of this uh, series. Moving on to Yu Ishigami.
1: So, it's confirmed that you wrote that letter to Miko with the flower inside.
0: yeah really nice to get that
1: confirmed yeah yeah i mean we obviously kind of speculated about that and Mm -hmm. figured that was the case but right that this is here it's confirmed and not only that but kobachi knew like the entire time
0: yeah yeah she had seen that apparently Mm -hmm. when he left it there (laughs) yeah she knew the whole time she never told miko (laughs) (laughs) How,
1: how dare i i think there may i have a reason for that but i'll touch about that in kobachi Ah, so it's but she does comment that it's not necessarily out of, or maybe it was Ishigami who said this, but it was not out of romantic love, but more so to encourage her. You know, yeah, he he admired her and wanted to wanted to show that someone cared, or or you know, someone was watching her, or someone someone uh, cared about her that she should keep trying and stuff like that. And I think that's that's important to have that kind of support, Absolutely. even if it is anonymous,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, and you know. Knowing this as a fact now that that it was indeed uh, you who did it, I imagine mm-hmm. if Miko would learn of this, like she would fall even more in love with him.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: probably like because she doesn't know it's him. I'm I, I'm I'm sure. No, like, like she has no idea probably. And but if she would know, oh my god, she would fall head, head over heels for him completely, because she's definitely already very much in love.
1: Right, right. Well, <laughs> and she she was already Twitter pated with the idea of whoever it was, you know, kind of being her Prince Charming. Exactly. <laughs> so, Yeah, that would that would definitely skyrocket her feelings. Oh. But what's so funny to me is, I don't, I generally don't think Ishigami had intentions of, of it being romantic in any way. I think he was just, just trying to make her feel better because mm. um, he felt like she was always picked on. Yeah. And, and, and maybe there was some hidden, Thing that he didn't hidden feelings that he didn't want to acknowledge but I, I do think it, it was more so to encourage her but in its ambiguity it kind of goes in a different way or Miko takes it as a kind of a love thing or some you know a so romantic feelings yeah so I don't know I mean I guess it was just something I noted like it was never meant it was never intended to or at least I feel like it was never intended to be romantic. Yeah, but Miko, being the girl she is, took it that way
0: <laughs> for sure. And you know, I'll, I'll be honest. As much as I would have liked for that to be intended by you as a, a romantic gesture, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like it probably wasn't, because um, we don't know how well they knew each other back back then, especially. Um, back, True. You know. They definitely knew of each other, and they kind of had each other's backs, but I don't think they really knew each other. Or, I mean, I I guess, of course, I I can't say for sure. I just get the feeling that Mm -hmm. they they weren't, like, close in any meaningful way, probably. Uh, I mean,
1: to be fair, you don't necessarily need to be close in order to like someone, like, you know, romantically like someone. But I think what gets it for me is, and maybe this is just because of Kobachi's commentary, but... She she kind of phrased it as, you can like someone with without it being romantic. Yeah. And like, and that Ishigami was kind of the the staple for that or True. or kind of example of that. Mm, mm. But I don't know. I mean, for all yeah. we know, maybe may, maybe it'll be revealed later on that there was something there. But I I think. Yeah. As of right now, I'm okay with it being just a kind gesture by him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, and I I agree. Like. I, I, in, in fact, I don't think Yu has at least not any feelings that he knows of for Miko. I don't think. You know, He obviously he's, he, he wants to go after Tsubame uh, mm-hmm. and has been wanting to do that for several months in the story right now. Yeah. So I, I really don't think he necessarily has any such feelings for her as much as I think they would make a perfect match. I just don't think mm-hmm. he necessarily has really thought of in those ways yet. Um and especially not back then. And it also goes along kind of with what we talked about last time, how he, he probably didn't have any romantic feelings for Kyoko Otomo either back then, even though oh, yeah, a lot I of people really thought so. Yeah. yeah, so it might be a similar case where his his actions come across as perhaps romantic by some, some people, but in, in actuality, he, it's not intended as such.
1: Maybe there was like a hint of, you know, I wouldn't mind dating this girl. And mm. maybe that's, that was the same with Miko. But... I don't think it was ever intended like his his kindness and the way he felt about this person was ne- never necessarily oh I want to be in a romantic relationship with this person it was more so I want I want them to be happy I want I want them to be I want us to be friends yeah kind of a thing
0: yeah really his like n- n- now that I'm thinking about it I feel like his relationship quote unquote to Miko and Kyoko was sort of similar in that sense like yeah. two people that he had, you know, some level of respect for, and he he stuck his neck out for them. Yeah, um, you know.
1: Although Kyoko may have been a little a little nicer. <laughs> well, <laughs> before. Well, yeah, you know. yeah,
0: sure, De- definitely, De- yeah, yeah. They, they... But I, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, def- obviously different, but still there are similarities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but moving on a bit, um, you finally got. A bunch of chocolate for Valentine's Day this year, oh, as he hadn't no, really gotten before. <laughs> but still, not yeah. a, he still didn't get as much as Miyuki did. <laughs> oh well.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, look, Miyuki is a very popular person at this point, so he it makes sense. Definitely
0: is. Yeah, like two two terms in a row, student council president. That's that's got to do something.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that Ishigami felt appreciated and and loved on yeah, valentine's day definitely. after so many years of girls or particularly girls just spreading these terrible rumors about him yeah um i think it just felt nice to finally feel appreciation and and feel that pe- the people of the opposite sex really wanted you around like they cared about you i think that's that's nice
0: yeah and i think it it holds even more weight the fact that it happened before Tsubame's reveal, or or her, well, when her, before she started spreading the rumors that would, or that that should, kind of clear Yuu's name. The fact that Valentine's Day happened before this, and, and and but but he still ended up, you know, getting that, uh, well, reaffirmation or whatever. What what's the word? Uh, well, yeah, like, I, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he still he still got all that. Uh, despite his name hasn't been clear, it hadn't been cleared yet, or you know, uh, mm-hmm. and he got chocolates from Rayon Nudera, who I think admitted a few yeah. months back that she was actually one of those who, who used to spread those rumors. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think that's that's great.
1: I think it shows how genuine the, the these chocolates are, like these people's feelings towards him are. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So, yeah, means a lot. To him and, and just in general, I think it means a lot. Oh, yeah. Earlier in the story, when they were studying for the exams, there was that whole bit about everybody telling lies, you know, about how they were studying and and no one really admitted, admitted ever to, to lying. Back then, mm. it was one of the earlier volumes, like volume six or yeah. whatever, something like that. Um, there was like this whole bit, like you flip the page and it's, he's lying or she's lying. Um. Mm-hmm. And obviously there was that chapter in this one that kind of alluded to that a little bit. Um, and you actually, but you actually, like he told a lie to Kaguya, but immediately admitted to lying about that, which I thought was a really nice kind of change of pace since before.
1: I mean, he did a complete 180 on this, on the studying thing. And I think it's all, all thanks to a change of mindset, um, Hmm. or at least understanding what the kind of person he is, how he learns, and just what his strengths are yeah and because of that he was able to succeed
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah thanks to you know he can he get help from pretty much everybody uh in in, in various ways <laughs> you know <laughs> chica came there like oh I, i've eaten too much <laughs> chocolates you you want some <laughs> uh like everyone chimed in somehow yeah uh was really nice to see <laughs> and and he ranked 36th mission accomplished he he made it to within the top 50 amazing work mm-hmm. he must have done the biggest climb uh this uh, this uh, term right from from 152 to 36 i'm pretty sure that as was as far the as we know biggest climb right yeah yeah at least out of the relevant characters to the story so that's uh very very good so that's all i had on you do you have anything anything more
1: i guess in terms of his training like he was playing games in english
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: it looked like a a knockoff of Pokemon and how you can change the the language settings in Pokemon.
0: Right. So
1: (laughs) I think that was pretty funny.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, No, but that's that's all I got.
0: Sweet. Then let's move on to Kaguya Shinomiya. And there's one major thing, or at least to me it was major. It was really just a pass-by thing in the book. But... I love how the Kibari Fakachinmo was brought up again. Uh, Do you remember it from Volume Six? Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. How could I good.
1: forget? <laughs> it's like one of those mysteries that I hope they touch on. And <laughs> right. I guess they kind of did. They, they, now.
0: I mean, they definitely added to it at least. So for anyone who yeah. doesn't, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, the Ky I need to read this every time. Kibari Fakachinmo. It was this, in Volume 6, when they were clean, cleaning out the stu- Student Council Chambers, you know, when they were about to, well, they, they were going to renew the Student Council, have have the election again. Um, Chica found this ball with a, a single eye in, in it and a bunch of flags, like, pinned to it. Uh, I, and, and like she referred to it as, as, like, an old thing that happened previously in the story, but obviously it never had... Been covered in any of the chapters, and back then Chika told Miyuki that it was something Kaguya had something to do with from last Valentine's Day. She said back in Volume Six hmm. before she was interrupted by Kaguya, and and th- th- that's really all all we got. And now fourteen volumes later, it's brought up again, and we get a, l- a few more details. And yeah, I, I just think I just th- just think that's so cool after all that time. Uh, Akasaka didn't forget about it, and maybe. This thing is made out of handmade chocolate, I guess. It didn't look like chocolate when we saw it then. I I don't know.
1: Right? Yeah, when we saw it, I did not think chocolate, but it's definitely chocolate.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was
1: her cooking, and she put a soul into it. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa.
0: Like a recipe provided by the occults Club. So (laughs) uh, pretty wacky.
1: (laughs) It would be great to get a flashback to her making it yeah. Just that whole, that whole scene of what how that went down. But yeah. I don't know. It, where do you fit that into the story? How do you fit that into the story?
0: Yeah, I wonder. You know, I I kind of just think that Akasaka is gonna continue, perhaps to, to tease reference it. to this to tease this. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. I I think that would be a lot of fun if he waits another fourteen volumes, and then <laughs> and then brings it up again in like this subtle kind of way. Uh, I think that would be, be be, that would be great. That uh, would be great. But at least from what we. Can gather from the the two instances that we have seen it now, it seems like it's something that Kaguya, Chika, and I were all somehow involved with in some way. Uh, mm. Definitely I and Kaguya, based on the fact that they definitely were very scarred by it in this volume, and and Chika seemed to know about it back in volume six. Like she she started trying to trying to explain about it to Miyuki, but yeah. So th- that was really the main thing I had on Kaguya this volume uh i have one other thing but if you want to share something else uh, go ahead
1: uh so she was the one that gave me she got me helpful advice that's obviously things that she's been doing before mm. but I, I like her advice create an environment where you can focus mm, yeah you know keep distractions out so all you can do is just study or the one task you need to do and that could be helpful very helpful absolutely um she asked to visit Miyuki's place before he moves. Yeah. Which that's definitely going to be a chapter coming up. I don't know in what, what volume, but I,
0: I think we'll get it next volume.
1: It, I I agree. I think I could, I, I could totally see it next volume. That would be that would be great. Oh gosh. Yeah, uh, the chaos. I can't wait. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Chica's coming over, but still, <laughs> just with with that with his dad. Yeah,
0: it's... Daddy Shirogane will be there. So.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He works at home twenty four seven, so he will be at home. <laughs> um,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, and I, actually, speaking earlier of uh, well, how how she was helping you to study, she gave him that lock, and you know he kind of toward the end of. Of that studying time, you kind of made the observation that oh, I can just lock this without putting it on the door, and Kaguya wouldn't be any the wiser. Ultimately, obviously, mm-hmm. he didn't do that because he well.
1: I've got standards. <laughs> yeah, he had
0: standards. He, he was better than that. Um, yeah. But I'm quite sure Kaguya definitely had thought of that possibility, you know, before oh, yeah, giving totally. it to him. Obviously, she she isn't, you know, she she she's she's a smart girl. Uh, but I'm thinking that she she, she basically just had faith that you wouldn't resort to that she she trusted exactly. him not to do that uh which she like you know rightfully so he, he didn't so mm-hmm. uh, but yeah just wanted to touch on that as well
1: agreed uh she finally got number one in the class tied with maki tied yeah <laughs> but Definitely. it doesn't feel nearly as sweet as or <laughs> or any it didn't really feel like anything it's just yeah it's just kind of there Right. Whereas before it was a huge event, I think it's because it was a buildup. Whereas this just happens, and everyone's just like, "Whoa, Miyuki, what happened, dude?" <laughs> and yeah, it just doesn't matter anymore. So it's quite a change from the previous volumes where they were really like, like battling each other. Totally. Uh, through it, so <laughs> yeah. what? What? Yeah, what a change! What a development!
0: Yeah, it, yeah, I, I, I thought that was so cool to see. Like, and there were in so many ways. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously we'll talk about each person's kind of change maybe in in the ranks as we talk about them but there were there were a lot of i thought a lot of ones that i thought were really interesting uh that i look forward to touching on as we go through the discussions
1: uh just real i meant changes in from what it used to be you know that the battle that they were having right. before yes. till till now not so much the change in like the who went up in the numbers <laughs> I, I mean that's cool too but that's well, not what i was commenting on
0: right 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 no but i i agree like in, in both in both ways it was very very neat Uh, Anything more on Kaguya? That's all
1: I got. Cool.
0: Then let's move on to Miko Ino. I love how even though she is clearly very down right now, uh, Mm -hmm. she can still joke around with Miyuki. You know, the the fact that the the two of them have been able to grow this bond between each other over these past couple volumes has been such a beautiful thing to follow along with. You know how she's like, how many girls have cried over you?
1: You're so you're you're so
0: popular and she's like she, she smirks like that. It's Maybe I should give you my love chocolate. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: like, these are these are things that you don't kid around with someone unless you're very very comfortable with.
0: definitely, yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> I feel like we really haven't seen her be this jo- much of a jokester with with many people, not even with yeah. Osaragi. I mean, I I don't I, I'm yeah. sure she has a moments with Osaragi and, and other people she feels comfortable with, mm. but we really haven't had those moments to see them for sure in the, in in the manga so mm. it's it's yeah really nice to see her just uh well not only express her feelings for shigami to miyuki yeah but also um you know just feel comfortable enough to tease him and, and joke around
0: absolutely i i'm loving that this smirk oh, yeah so good <laughs> i know it's so cute um and and it's like yeah, like, obviously, it's been going on for, like, one or two volumes before this. Can't remember exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it's definitely a thing between these two now. And I think it's so it's so fun how they've... Yeah, they have this dynamic now. Um, it's, it's great.
1: Well, so she explains that giving chocolate is a way for girls to express their pain sometimes. Mm. Um, which I, de- which I, never thought, I never thought about. I guess if there is someone that you have a crush on, but they're dating someone else, I guess that... You can express your feelings or your pain in that way, yeah. um but you know it can never happen at least at the, at that time right um <laughs> so yeah it's yeah it's I never thought of it that way, but it, it's it's interesting, and I feel she made the uh, uh she made some good strides there
0: absolutely yeah, it was interesting this the, yeah that's like she she was able to sort of understand the perspective of. Or at least potentially understand the perspective of that strange girl who sent Miyuki that yeah odd chocolate last year. Uh huh. Did she put her pubes in that? Was that what the thing was, oh. or, or or did I read too much into it?
1: I never thought that. <laughs> I just thought it was her nor her regular hair. Oh,
0: actually, maybe, yeah, maybe I'm just thinking too gross about that yeah maybe because let's it. be
1: honest that, those hairs are pretty long my man
0: yeah so. <laughs> maybe they were maybe they were anyway i'm so sorry for saying so that that is, that is so gross <laughs> um <laughs> anyway um back to miko i i was very glad that she mustered up the courage to um uh, to get you the actual like valentine's day chocolate instead of the regular mm-hmm. chocolate because when i saw her you know she was standing there for a moment like kind of choosing between which one she should get i actually thought she would kind of chicken out and go with the regular ones in that really? moment I, in, in that moment i thought she would yeah uh, uh I, but so i was very glad to, when i saw that she didn't you know she actually went with the with the valentine's day chocolate so sure i thought that was really really great
1: yeah something that happened in the first chapter we see her defending Osaragi. Yeah, yeah. And I think it shows how much she dislikes rumors in general because obviously we know she was defending Ishigami. Yeah. Um, but she also was there for Osaragi. So I I don't know. I really like that. And maybe that's why she became friends with Osaragi, mm. I guess. I don't know. It's
0: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I also sort of got that impression from that.
1: Yeah. So that, anyway, that was nice to, to see that little bit
0: definitely yeah she she definitely hasn't changed really since then she really she stands up for what what she thinks is right and mm-hmm. she she still does that and the last thing i have on miko really is that like well when she handed the chocolate over to you then she walked away and you know she was so happy in that moment and that that made me pretty emotional um oh really actually in that moment yes (laughs) i just Uh. because like i guess the the lead up to that when Uh you know and she she and miyuki were in the room you came came in there and then miyuki intentionally left them alone and you know he gave miko that little head pad like and like the wink like go for it uh with that and then will miko's hesitation to like and like kind of how how to do it and like her bashfulness about it, and then ultimately doing it, and 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 you being so happy about it, and and in turn making her very happy. The fact that she, that he was happy for it, I, I don't know. It, it was it, it just made it, it touched me in 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 a silly way perhaps, but I, I got I got I thought I thought it was really sweet. Just that, and and seeing her so happy about that pretty small thing, all things considered, right, um, was very nice to
1: see. I think it was most important for Miko to see... Well, one to give the chocolate and, like we said, express her feelings for him through the chocolate.
0: Even though she was very clear that it was obligatory.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I think that's her Tsunade side, obviously. Of, of course, yeah. Uh, again, this is from Miko because mm. she's expressing her feeling while also, like, you know, trying to hide it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. But I, I think also seeing Ishigami... Happy to get that chocolate, is also what made her so ecstatic, because, for a for a long time, I, she probably believed that Ishigami. Maybe hate is a strong word, but I'll say it hated her, or at the very least, didn't, wasn't very fond of her. Yeah, which is definitely never been the case. Right, right. Um, but so to see that, he's happy about it. I think that made her, extremely happy.
0: For sure. Made me very happy too.
1: Yeah. I hope that she doesn't read too much into it at this point. Like she takes that and then kind of runs with it. It's like, Oh, he must have feelings for me. Like, right.
0: Yeah. You know, that would,
1: that would kind of, I mean, Hey, maybe, maybe eventually. Mm. And that's what we're hoping, but that was definitely him being just happy that she even considered him. Yeah. uh, Worthy of the, Giddy you know it, yeah it, it's it's really nice
0: you, you said you don't hope that she like re- takes it the wrong way and maybe is under the assumption that he likes her back i definitely agree there i definitely hope she doesn't get the wrong idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but regardless i don't think it would i mean it, it, it might mess up her feelings a bit surely but i don't think it would lead her to make any decisions or any any actions that might be bad i don't think because regardless of how she th- feels and how she thinks he feels, she still probably wouldn't make any moves while he and Tsubame are still, you know, as they are right now.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't think she would do that. But yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. It's super exciting.
1: I don't know when you got when you got Miyuki supporting you, anything <laughs> is possible.
0: That's right, and yeah, you're right. Uh, the Miko you ship does at this point have more followers or more supporters than the other side. So.
1: Uh Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah. Anything more on Miko there? No. Then let's talk about Chika Fujiwara.
1: Her hidden motive for Valentine's day is to eat chocolate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love how she gave herself Valentine's chocolates. <laughs> uh and I I don't know if it was intent like if it was if the intention was that she gave herself so many like so much Valentine's chocolates that it lasted until the exams and that's the chocolates that she offered you or if that was a different chocolate I don't <laughs> that, know
1: that was the assumption I had like she must have been eating chocolate for that long yeah <laughs> right <laughs> maybe she got chocolate or but she probably also bought chocolate herself because yeah it's yeah. only the girls that are giving chocolate on Valentine's Day as I'm sure you know
0: yeah. Isn't there also in Japan like the day after Valentine's Day the boys are supposed to give the girls chocolate?
1: Uh, that's that's I... not until March.
0: Oh, it's next the next month. Ah, I see. Gotcha. I I, yeah. I knew there was like at some point after. I, I don't
1: remember just... what day it is to be honest. I, it could be the same day as Valentine's Day, just in March.
0: Right. Yeah, that sounds familiar actually. Right. So March fourteenth is what oh, yeah. day? Oh yeah. Right. So that is exactly a month later. Cool. Yeah. Then then that's surely something we'll we'll see. When when we get there in the story, which should be pretty soon, well, yeah, actually, yeah, gotta be important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, more on Chika. Um, she she wanted Miyuki to move to Ryogoku because of the Tokyo caste system. I thought that was she's
1: a classist to... man. She is apparently like, freaking <laughs> discriminatory. I my opinion of her has has sunk a little bit. Like, oh not, no. Come on. <laughs> Don't be like that.
0: Yeah, and she almost got Miyuki to, to like, go with her <laughs> scheme.
1: <laughs> like,
0: she, she almost had him.
1: <laughs> so, I was wondering, like, why she was doing that. Because, <laughs> as you, she got me explained. That's, like, an hour or so commute. Right. Uh, that's pretty long. I mean, maybe not so much in Japan. That probably is, can be normal for some. But, for me, I don't want to spend an hour getting to my school. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: that is. Yeah, that's outrageous.
1: So... <laughs> I was wondering why would she even be she's just suggesting this, obviously the class the caste system, but I wonder if it's because she she just doesn't think highly of Miyuki still after all the whole teaching stuff. She still feels that he's I don't know, like not or he's a problem person. And so <laughs> it's like you you should not be around us people in the high society, which is like, no. Bad Chica. <laughs> um, you don't belong... You you, you you wouldn't feel comfortable around uh, uh, us people who are more <laughs> accomplished or who has <laughs> their act together. Um, yeah. Which is not true at all.
0: No, for, of course, of course. <laughs> but I'm just trying to make
1: heads and ta- heads and tails of this. Like, what yeah. in the world?
0: Yeah, it was strange. I mean, it was also... Obviously, it was funny it's that... Funny. It, 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 yeah, it, it's funny. It's funny in point. itself. It was also funny that you was able to understand that's true what she was doing he, he
1: pinpointed it <laughs> to the exact thing oh are you are you upset about the tokyo castist or something something, <laughs> yeah. like, something like that uh-huh. like, what <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i guess you know it still makes sense he he is he is perceptive like that his his brain is yeah. quick uh, when it comes to those sorts of things i think uh, especially with chica <laughs> yeah yes <guess> So yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah that was great and uh a thing i took note of about her change in uh, the exam rank scores um she made it into the top 100 yeah ranked 99 <laughs> uh so that, that, that's cool i think what
1: was her previous one again i think
0: 111
1: maybe it okay, was that's, uh, a, that's a good a jump like it, yeah
0: well yeah a decent jump like definitely not bad at least i'm gonna just double yeah. check that right real quick i think i'm close to it yes here we go um Chica, yes, 111 to 99. So, yeah, definitely, you know, an improvement is always an improvement. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes it so that every student council member is in the top 100.
1: As it should be. <laughs> yeah,
0: right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that's great. Um, and obviously March 3rd came around, the birthday of Chica and, uh... and you. <laughs> <laughs> um and and also one day after my own birthday, but anyway, that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, and but I, I think I think Chika was definitely the main character of that chapter. <laughs> um, you know, just the, the the amount of space she took, sort of in that chapter, and like the the presence she had. Uh, obviously, very comedic, very silly, but but enjoyable. Of course, it's Chica. I
1: I understand her frustration with sharing the birthday. I really do. <laughs>
0: Have you had experiences like that yourself? Or?
1: No, no, not really. I mean, I guess I do have a I do have a cousin who shares the same birthday, but he, mm-hmm. you know, he's cool. He's, uh, but well, I'll get I'll get to why I understand. But, but she was really a brat about it, she and was. I guess that's just like typical chica. But <laughs> at the same time, I do understand some of her frustrations. Like it did look like a wedding cake. Like that's it's a little weird.
0: It, that, yeah, yeah, that was actually a good point. Like I agree with her on that.
1: And then the mug. Like I understand Miukey was just trying to be nice. <laughs> And not put one person above the other, but yeah. that was definitely a couple mug thing. <laughs> like she, she got him there. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then she goes and gives. She got me a piggy bake. I mean, that's the, that's the punchline, <laughs> yeah, that and it's so funny. Bad. But it's just like <laughs> Chica, Like, you you got all these gifts from people that are really special, and that's um... that's what you get. Uh... Oh well. Uh, she. Th- th- I guess that makes her sweet. But and and to be fair, I think with Ishigami, like it's not Ishigami is not her favorite person in that in that sense. Fair. Yeah. So I, I guess <laughs> I guess that you know it's not like she's giving a present to Kaguya or something like that. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. we have seen her give give good gifts in Christmas time.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. That's or true. Christmas,
1: New Year's, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh huh. So anyway, uh, I love the gift from Kageya that. I think she really needed that. Yeah. Just, you know, that cruise, or I don't know if it was a cruise or dinner or whatever it was. I think it was both, like, like
0: dinner on a both? cruise. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, that's wow. I mean, talk about expensive gifts, but uh, I think that was really sweet. And then Ishigami gave her a game. And, yeah. Uh, like, she,
0: she was really happy with that, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then she gave him a piggy bank. It's was like, <laughs> come on, step it up. Yeah. Oh, chica.
0: You know, I was a little worried that she wouldn't give him a gift at all. Like before it came to that, like oh my god, she, I mean, she's gonna forget yeah. or she's not gonna do it or something. Like, obviously she did, but, but it was obviously lackluster. But I
1: mean, to be fair, at least it's something. <laughs> fair, it's
0: fair. Something's better than nothing.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> ah, well. But
0: I, I did love her comment. Like before she got all the gifts, she was like, "I shall judge your gifts," <laughs> <laughs> and you was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> that that, that was probably my favorite page in this, uh, or at least as far as comedy goes. That's my favorite page in this uh, in this She's book. So
1: funny, <laughs> uh. um,
0: like her comment and use reaction, like such a perfect combination. Yes, of, of so ex- like, so
1: perfect. Yeah, pretty <laughs> stuff.
0: Absolutely. Anything more on Chica?
1: No, I just this. I, yeah, this is the same old story. Chica one <laughs> thing more comedic wanting more yeah yeah
0: never getting more mm, I'm still still holding out hope though
1: <laughs> yeah i mean you know there's we're not are, are we barely halfway i don't even know with this story nah, like,
0: i don't know i, I i'm expecting us uh, to get at least into the 40s you know with these volumes that's awesome uh, although i mean <laughs> i can't know for sure but i i obviously that, that's my expectation at this point mm-hmm. but anyway moving on to i hayasaka her image in the character index at the start of the book has been upgraded to match her new hairstyle. Yeah. However, it still says that she works as Kaguya's personal assistant. So that's a mistake yeah. right there. <laughs> Let's uh, fix that. Come on. Yeah, yeah, fix that for volume 21 at least. Oh, I hope they do.
1: <laughs> it's confirmed that she's living alone. Uh, oh, like, yeah. She's by herself, not living in the manor anymore.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah, we did talk it's about a that a bit time. last time. Yeah.
1: Well, no, well, we... Well, last time, we would, we didn't know. Like,
0: yeah, we, we speculated on it, I mean, yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm. We were like, wait, what's going on here? Does she a maid? Because mm. she was still wearing the maid outfit, even the haircut. But she's clearly not,
0: uh-huh.
1: as far as we know. She's working for herself. She's looking out for herself.
0: Exactly. And that's something that was reflected very cle- very clearly in her exam score. Uh, or yeah. In the rank. She went from 114 to 20.
1: I think that may be the biggest jump. Uh, no. What, what, what was Ishigami? I forgot.
0: Ishigami went from 152 to 36.
1: Oh, okay, never mind. So
0: that was a bit, a bit of a bigger... I mean, both of them made huge,
1: I huge forgot, jumps. I forgot what his, his <laughs> starting one...
0: Was. Right. Yeah, he started very low. um, but, but, yeah, like, obviously that's because she finally has time, actually, to study. Because before, she would have to work pretty much 24-7, leaving no time, really, for school. Uh, so that's great to see that. Ice friends also noticed in the I think relatively early in this book that Mm-mm. she that that I think their their points were that she she seemed cooler and more sharp tongued now than she usually has been at least in around them and I'm pretty sure that's probably because you know she's pretty much she, she has dropped the popular schoolgirl act she doesn't do that anymore because she's really trying harder to be more just herself so she isn't this cutesy bubbly popular schoolgirl around them anymore so that that's why they reacted that way At least as why as far as right. i read that and of course she wanted to give me yuki chocolate to thank him for everything that he did for her you know to help her out so that was very sweet
1: yeah friend chocolate yeah i like it for sure <laughs> such a great bond
0: yeah yeah their relationship i guess has been really really great since i guess volume 11 i guess it was where it really picked up and has really been growing mm-hmm. Especially last volume, of course. Uh, but yeah, great, great stuff. And uh, she also looked so happy when you know when she was asked to join Maki, Miyuki, and you for their after-school activity. Uh, yeah. You know, to be invited to go with them to that for that was really really nice for her, I think.
1: happy she was able to become friends with Maki and kind of yeah have a reboot in that sense.
0: Exactly. Yeah, because I think Miyuki pointed out. I think you asked about, like, what's the deal with those two or something, and Miyuki pointed out that their their family history or family relationships are complicated, and, like, he, he doesn't even himself know exactly how, how it is, like, what it's about, really. And, and like, yeah, because it's true, we really don't know, like, the Shijo family and the Akasaka family, what ties do they really have other than having something to do with the Shinomiya family in various ways? Like... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think the Akasaka, or sorry, I don't think the Hayasaka family and the Shijo family will ne- necessarily have to be, you know, against each other. Un- unless the Hayasaka family is so loyal to the Shinomiya that they will also stand against the Shijo family, which I guess would make sense. But,
1: I, I think they would. But, you know, in this case, it doesn't matter anymore. Cause for sure. <laughs> Hayasaka's kind of separated herself from that whole family caste system.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anything more on her?
1: No. Oh, uh actually get yeah, one more. All right. Uh other than it being a start of a new life for her, you know. Oh. glad she's able to do that. But I forgot how much of a tech nerd she is as you explaining like the Apple watch. Yeah, or just just a smartphone watch to to Ishikami. <laughs> that's
0: that's a really cool side of her. <laughs> yeah, but I think this leads nicely into Maki Shijo. Yeah. Yeah, she she definitely takes Steps to make friends with I, uh, during that, uh, well, when they were at the batting, batting range, batting place, whatever, and yeah, I just thought that was incredibly sweet, and I really look forward to seeing their friendship and like see how that continues perhaps, because uh, mm. I think I mean obviously these are two of my favorite girls in the story, mm-hmm. and I and and they haven't really interacted before, I don't think at all, right? Uh, prior to this book no i don't no, think so. i
1: don't i don't remember them ma- interacting at all yeah
0: so it's it's a very like new and exciting friendship i think
1: i think you could get a similar situation where maki starts asking Hayasaka for advice similar to how uh kage was ac- a- asking her
0: maybe uh, yeah because yeah. she
1: made so many comparisons between the two true <laughs> so that could, could kind of be a funny thing so maki gains another person that she can let her sorrows out too
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i mean she, she definitely did at the end of that chapter she she was right. venting about it in, in front of hayasaka as well so uh so yeah That's she uh, she definitely is opening up <laughs> um
1: uh, i'm just glad to see a more caring side and, and just the whole the whole batting situation was just great yeah yeah you
0: know? totally yeah and how like very cute i love how her friendship with both miyuki and you really keeps growing still and how yeah. I, how in this volume she went to to see them just to ask them to you know go and have fun with her like to do something fun together uh, was really <clears throat> really then, sweet.
1: And then cry over people. But
0: <laughs> True, it wasn't her intention though. It just it just happened.
1: It just it just happened. Man. <laughs> yeah. She can't stop it.
0: No, she can't. I and I totally totally understand that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also uh, earlier in the volume, Miyuki wanted to help Miko out. You know to Mm-mm. To help her deal with her situation, and, but he didn't have any experience with that kind of heartache. It was like the end of one page. Like he was like his thought process. Like oh, but I don't have an experience with that kind of heartache. And I I knew exactly what what I what I would see when I flipped that page. I I'm sure you could too. But it was well, so like I flipped I flipped the page now. Okay, yep, makishiju, mm-hmm. just as I expected. <laughs> I thought that was a fun. I one.
1: I commend you for doing that. I, I wish I would have thought of it. You know what uh, my first uh, thought was. What. Shirogane, Dad. I thought oh! that was gonna be that makes sense too. he goes to, <laughs> but but at the same time, it's his dad. Like of course, he's not gonna go talk to his that, dad. I
0: think I think he also even said in in a previous volume, I'm never asking you for love advice again. I think exactly you said, so said once. <laughs> I
1: was the fool. monkey <laughs> makes complete sense <laughs>
0: that that's that is a good th- like a fun thought though i do, I, I do enjoy that like because that definitely didn't come to mind for me, but still sort of, <laughs> sort of makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I thought like that, that was one of the funniest like page turns in this book for me because um, she was she was right there with her face just like, oh, you want me to tell you about what that's like and obviously that that was a very nice scene.
1: Well, I think it's cool that she was able to tell that Miko was like her and, or or was in a similar similar situation.
0: Yeah, she said it was because of the scent. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, if that's oh, com- scent. Huh? Yeah, I'm not sure if that's if that was completely accurate or if she had just picked up on it uh, in some other way maybe.
1: Yeah, it's probably just her intuition. <laughs> maybe she's just trying to sound cool. Like yeah, I know, feel I feel know. like that
0: might be the case, yeah. <laughs> um also, when she, I think it was in that scene, she mentioned her trip to India, and like sure her, her her complicated feelings toward that. How it was bad, and she it left her with like a stomach ache for several weeks. But she still wants to go back there. Uh, and I, it, part of me feels like that's like like Akasaka is kind of, is is maybe sharing his thoughts about his trip there through Maki. Possibly, it was just a thought that occurred to me. Obviously, I could be completely wrong about that, but. Uh, I think yeah, that
1: it could be that
0: could be pretty funny. I think
1: it could also just like her just delusions that because <laughs> she's so heartbroken, India is the only place that she can go to have peace. I can't. <laughs> and that's why Miyuki is like, I can't let Miko get this way. Yeah. can't let her go to India. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was so good. Um, and of course, very sweet to see Maki give chocolates to both Nagisa and Tsubasa.
1: Yeah. That was nice. That was very heartwarming.
0: Definitely very heartwarming.
1: Uh, she said she's not confident in approaching guys and is worried she's not likable. Maybe the likable ones she has expressed before, but I don't think she's ever said she's not confident in approaching guys, especially with the fact that she uh, kind of went to Miyuki and, and Ishigami as a as a last resort. It's like, I need someone to talk to about this.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess in a romantic way, it's always different than to do it with yes. someone that you. Yeah, totally. You know, totally. So that i guess it still adds up but but you know for her to to be insecure about i guess sort of her personality feeling like she might not be likable that's definitely mirroring kaguya very much Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. so another one of those things
1: yeah it's just someone who has so much confidence can still feel the you know this this nervousness and anxiety about talking to someone that they like you know it's Uh it's kind of humanizing in that way
0: very much so yeah anything more on maki Nope. Then let's talk about her best friend Nagisa Kashiwagi. I thought it was so funny how Nagisa was criticizing Miyuki for letting his grades <laughs> drop after he started dating Kaguya. Meanwhile, you, know, you and I both know, as we've been following along with this manga closely, Nagisa's own exam scores have been steadily dropping ever since she started dating Tsubasa. Yeah. So I thought that that was like yeah. really really funny. I actually didn't pick up on that as as being an ironic thing on my first read through, uh, but I was glad I caught on to it, uh, like when I reread it today again. But yeah, I thought that was really funny.
1: <laughs> I feel like Kashiwagi is more venting her feelings about her boyfriend to Kaguya and kind of, I guess, placing her grievances on her boyfriend onto Miyuki, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, it, it it's less of. Miyuki is, you know, not. Uh, I don't even know what the phrase. What the phrase. Something about a fish. <laughs> he's he's not doing that. It was just more so that she's explaining her grievances about her boyfriend. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like so, you know, so they have these these moments where they just make out, but then they also have these moments where she seems to be somewhat unhappy with him. But I guess I guess mm. every relationship has their small little grievances. Yeah,
0: ups uh, and downs. What? Ups yeah. and downs. For sure. For sure. But that is also funny speaking of her boyfriend and and her i guess so like she went her, her her rank went from 27 to 32 this time so it was you know she she continues to to fall slightly mm-hmm. uh with each new exam we, we get here meanwhile her boyfriend you know keeps on uh increasing his score or, or well bettering his rank he went from 34 to 29 so at this point he actually got a better score than her for the first time uh, yeah. since they have been closing that gap and now he's actually passed her so i thought i thought, I thought that was a pretty big thing for him
1: i mean if he's going to be a doctor he's got it he's got to keep going
0: yeah <laughs> you know and at at this point ranking 29th in your grade that's that's really good
1: mm, indeed
0: very good so let's talk about kobachi Osaragi next. Okay. So, well finally we get to see her eyes, literally the first page. <laughs> like the first chapter we get to see her eyes, albeit like the young younger version of her yeah. but still. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I mean that, that was the long long awaited thing and we did get to see them kind of from the side uh, later on in that chapter.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm still I'm still considering this like a half reveal. <laughs> yeah. Like because yeah, we get her younger eyes, but we haven't seen her at her current age. But we did, but I we did see it from the side, so mm. we did get a little glimpse of it. So it's okay if we don't ever see it again. Whatever, at least we got a little bit. We gotta see it but like I, properly again. I'm, I'm hoping sure. like a full uh-huh. like face reveal, <laughs> with or without glasses. Don't care, but just get rid of that stupid glare. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it would be actually. I would really appreciate it if maybe if there's something more about her character. You know, obviously, in this book, we started to get pretty good a pretty good amount of her backstory uh, to understand yeah. her much better so I thought that was awesome but I'm thinking if there's more to get from her potentially like uh, maybe a bigger character moment or or something uh, in the future for her
1: maybe, maybe her relationship with Miko
0: right yeah maybe something related to that regardless though maybe through something like that like that we could get a I guess full-on eye reveal for like the present day kobachi and yeah what I'm thinking or what I'm wanting kind of from that point on if it comes to something like this of course but from that point on i would like for akasaka to just start drawing her with clear glasses like so we can see her eyes all the time through her glasses
1: that would be nice i
0: think that would be really nice
1: (laughs) we did learn that she's the child of two celebrities
0: right exactly exactly
1: and people were quick to spread rumors about her as if they wanted her to fail
0: yeah and so with that obviously it's easy to it's much easier now to understand why she was relating so much to uh, use struggles.
1: Mhm. So Ishigami stood up for her. I wonder if he even remembers that. You know, he could say, "Hey, stop spreading. You're just jealous. Yeah. You're just jealous of her." Mm-hmm. But I, you don't really see them interacting much. I think this this chapter was probably the most we've seen them talk to each other. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. That, that is a good question. I feel like both you and Kobachi are very perceptive people and, mm-hmm. like, observant in general. So I feel like it's possible that he does remember. Just like we've seen chapters in the past from Kobachi's point of view where she has definitely sort of been keeping an eye on you. And, you know, she she's kind of been analyzing him in certain ways in the past. So I, I feel like it's possible that maybe he maybe thinks of her in similar in a similar fashion maybe, maybe. I, I, I don't know i don't know yeah um but it was nice anyway to see as you said you and miko both you know standing up for for kobachi in different ways back then when she was having a hard time and Tsubame was there for her too
1: yeah i did not expect that
0: right yeah yeah So that was a very nice thing to see
1: yeah they seem to be much closer than I would have thought.
0: Exactly, yeah. At the end of the volume, she was actually... Well, she was visiting Tsubami in her home, it looked like. Like she was yeah. in, her, in her room. So that was also nice. And I guess mo- most of what we got for Kobachi, this book, was really that first volume... Or the first chapter, of course. And mm-hmm. the end of it... And we touched on it a little bit earlier... When the, I guess it's the narrator technically who says it, or unless she is narrating no, this one, actually. No, it's her. She's yeah, she's yeah, 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 that, that's right. She narrated that whole chapter. She says the last thing, she says romantic feelings aren't the only likes in this world. And you mentioned that earlier in regard in, in regards to use thoughts on Miko, uh, or at least back right. then. Because that's kind of what, what these two characters had been talking about leading up to that final piece of text. So I think that makes makes perfect sense to interpret it that way. Another way that I read this final piece of text here is that maybe that's how she felt about you as well. Hmm. Um, so it could mean that as well. I think because she, you know, cause since she's been keeping an eye on him this whole time, she see she's seen him do so many good deeds throughout the years, kind of from a distance. She's kind of been watching and. Had had the circumstances been different, maybe she would have fallen in love with him. Exactly. But as things are, she just hasn't. But maybe she's thinking that she she could have.
1: So I I think for sure she likes Ishigami because of the good deeds he's done and mm. and th- but at least she doesn't want to have those romantic feelings or or maybe wants the wrong word she doesn't have those romantic feelings. Right. Yeah. And and as you mentioned, the, the circumstances just kind of pre- prevented that like from growing into a romantic like mm, mm. i and i think that circumstance is that she sh- she saw ishigami taking care of miko or or you know those some of his good deeds were towards miko versus her or or anything or something else mm. and not that she not that she thought miko would like ishigami but she didn't but i i don't think she would want to have gotten in the way of something like that so i i i really do think she would have had those romantic feelings if it if if it wasn't miko on the other other side does that make sense yeah i can see i i think i see what you mean but i i do like as i said that the fact that romantic feeling romantic feelings aren't the only kind of likes in this world i i mm. do like that that message
0: absolutely yeah and as we said, like how that really sort of has two meanings in this instance, both with yous feelings toward Miko back then, as they were talking about, but also probably her feelings toward you in general, I think. So I, I think it's, it's, it's nice how it's been incorporated into, into the chapter there.
1: Mm-hmm. She says that she's going to do the right thing this time. And what, what does that mean? What oh, is yeah. this time? Like what happened before?
0: Yeah, that is a good question.
1: Right. So that could be another backstory thing that we see and that could be related to Miko in some way. I wonder if there was an opportunity for her to maybe support an Ishigami Miko ship at at one point. Hmm. But because she was in the in in this time where it was you know, she was developing feelings for him, like the like feelings, maybe she didn't support that. And that's why she feels like she messed up in some way. Hmm. Um, hmm, but it could also be that she wasn't there for him. You know, she didn't stand up for him as he stood up for her um, back in middle school. Like he, she didn't stand up and say, "Hey, no, th- those rumors can't be true." Kind of, kind of a thing, you know? Right. So that's yeah. just a couple of things I thought of. It could be.
0: I like. I think I. Personally, I, th- I think I like your second idea there uh, the most. I I feel like it it makes sense sort of with what we know, I guess more more than the other mm-hmm. one. Uh, but definitely definitely interesting, very f- interesting to think about, and definitely could be interesting if there is more to this than we know right now. But yeah yeah, is that it for Kobachi? I think so. Then well, let's talk about Tsubame Koyasu. She
1: has a plan.
0: She has yes, she has a plan. And, you know, which is amazing. I, I love it. She goes f- far to yeah. to clear Yu's name. And it feels, I, I think it feels really, really rewarding to finally, you know, to kind of finally get this mess cleared up after all this time. You know, we, we learned about it in Volume 9, about all this, these rumors. Obviously, well, we, we sort of knew that he wasn't, well, we, we knew that he was disliked even before Volume 9. Mm-mm. But in Volume we really knew why. But really, this has been going on ever since he was in junior high, right? And now finally, he he is he's getting his uh, his name cleared, mm-hmm. and I I'm loving it. I'm so happy about it. Like I don't know how to interpret it in terms of like Tsubame's feelings for him. Right. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, what what do you think about that?
1: Well, first off, I don't know how Ishigami is gonna take it. Um, Fair. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. It could have. Someone of an adverse effect on him, or at least, like he'll be appreciated that people feel good about him. But maybe he might feel a little. I don't know. Feel betrayed or even awkward. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to say. I I hope he doesn't, but it's such an interesting and touchy subject for him that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe interesting to see how he reacts that way, but how as to how this interprets to Sabami's feelings. Um. So I wrote this down. And I said I think she'll reject his confession. She'll thank him for all he's done, leave him and the school with that white lie, and move on. But
0: hmm.
1: as I as I reread reread the ending, I I I was like ah, maybe that's maybe that's too easy, uh, or just not not quite where he wants this relationship to go, uh, because. Osaragi seems pretty confident that this is her, ex- this is, this is Tsubame expressing her feelings for Ishigami. Um, yeah. And that he, she got to know him. And this is, this is basically her answer in a way. Right. So I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. It almost feels like going on with my first point that Tsubame accepts the, his feelings, but then, Ishigami goes and rejects them because of what because of this whole white lie thing. Mm. But I I don't know. It again, it, it's complicated.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. It,
1: <laughs> it's or more more like ambiguous. Like it's not it's not yeah. quite clear.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, we just we yeah, cuz we don't know what's going on in Tsubame or yeah, Tsubame's head. I I feel like it's the, it's possible I guess that Kobachi has misinterpreted Tsubame. It could know? be. Uh, yeah. th- that's definitely a possibility. Another thing that I've been thinking about also is that it's been, especially through this volume, it's been made very clear that she has, like Tsubame has kind of made it her mission pretty much throughout her school years, it seems to, to help those who don't belong, like to help them find a place mm-hmm. and to help them be happy, which is beautiful. Like, I love that. Um, you no. Know, no you know we knew it with you you know she started to help you out when he was in the cheer squad because you know she noticed that he, he wasn't really fitting in there so we, we've seen right. it there and in this book we learned that she did it for Kobachi and she also did it for Momo Ryuju as well uh, as well as many others uh, as, as, as it's implied so keeping that in mind I feel like maybe uh, I mean I, I do think there is something there like like between her and you like she feels something but I'm also thinking that maybe her being with him might be something along those lines still. Like, how do I put this? She, she doesn't want to make him unhappy or something. and mm. or But maybe she will ultimately have to because maybe she doesn't have the same feelings for him that he does for her. I don't know. I, I think it was made very clear in Volume 16 when they were in the bedroom together that she didn't have those sorts of feelings for him well at least at back the time then. Yes. yeah right right yes of course it's been like uh, a little over two months since then now mm-hmm. um so of course things could have changed yeah things could have changed <laughs> i don't know yeah it's just really hard to to read her yeah <laughs> <laughs> right And another thing, we didn't get to see that second date that she and you were supposed to have gone on either. Like, they they were supposed to have gone to that first date a few volumes back, which we didn't get to see. It was only talked about very, very briefly in, Mm -hmm. was it the previous volume? And then in the previous volume, they were talking about going on a second date in the following weekend. And I was thinking, "Ah, surely that's going to be covered in this volume. But no, it wasn't. So, if they went on that date, which it seemed like they were planning on doing, they've been on at least two dates at this point, and we haven't seen either of them. <laughs> so, that, that that also sort of points toward, or to me, that it's probably not going to be a relationship there. If we haven't been, yeah, if, if Akasaka hasn't been showing us the lead up to this, then I can't, right. I, I don't imagine he, he's going to create an, uh, like, a romantic relationship there.
1: Yeah, and I don't think we'll see, I I mean, we have had flashbacks in previous volumes, but I don't know if we'll, if that'll be one we see. Yeah. I don't, I just don't see what the, the benefit of it would be. I mean, Yeah. I guess you could try to make it comedic in having, you know, a couple of tailgaters tag along.
0: Oh yeah. Like, yeah. We talked about that.
1: <laughs> right. But, but none of these characters act as if though they've done that or yeah. that they've experience that so exactly yeah yeah i just don't i, mean, I, I just don't see it happening
0: yeah and I mean, he doesn't do a lot of flashbacks it's, it's pretty scarce and when he does it, it it's usually for a pretty good reason admittedly this there could be a good reason that we just don't know yet but i don't know i i feel like we're past the point where he would have made it a flashback
1: uh-huh Watch, awesome. we're digging ourselves into a hole. <laughs> it will be a flash. Yeah, but hey. But I, I really don't think. I don't think
0: so. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. That's also my final say on that. Uh, and my final say, my, my final say on Tsubame in general. This uh, for this discussion is that her exam score uh, went down to thirty six for this with this term, which is the exact same rank as you ended up on. Uh, so I thought that was a fun little thing. I don't know if it has any meaning, but I, I'm sure it was at least. Intentional, so however we want to interpret that (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anything more on Tsubame? No. Then let's move on to a few minor ones. There's not a whole lot But and I'm sure we'll get through these quick. Next one is Daddy Shirogane He's you know, he keeps on growing as a an online celebrity and he's had he's had creepy fans stalking oh, him my. now. He's he's at that point. Scary. <laughs> I feel sorry for him. He 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 was legitimately like freaked out by that. I've <laughs> i definitely felt for him. Um. So the Shigarana family's moving, but we've talked about that, I guess, in general. But yeah, just kind of fun to see his point of view on that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And uh, another small thing. It's not really related to him, but uh, I thought it was really fun to learn through this book that japanese apartments are measured in tatami mats i thought that was really cool i i, I had no idea about that but i think yeah it's it's, it's really really neat <laughs> but uh moving on slightly to the media club girls karen and Erika, uh they i think it was implied that they gave chocolates to uh the two guys that miyuki has been hanging out with sometimes
1: yeah
0: uh Go and Saburo, is that their names? Mm-hmm. Or Saburo? I,
1: I can't remember. I can't remember.
0: Subaru and Misuzu. No, I, whatever.
1: No, no, th- those those are the, the um those, what's her names friends.
0: Yeah. Those yeah those are two. Uh, ice ice I, uh, I, 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 friends. friends. Yeah yeah yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just get them mixed up because it's like two pairs of characters, and one one right. of the pairs has a Subaru or a Subaru. And the other pair has a Saburo. <laughs> so I get them mixed up that way. But yeah, Go and Saburo. That that's right. Uh, the Media Club girls gave ch- chocolates to them. And I think it was even it kinda of started like something kinda of started between those two pairs of characters even in the previous volume, I think it was. Like
1: Yeah, like, it was
0: almost as if in the background, like that
1: kind. was in that was in like one of the spin off novels or something oh, you, like that, you know?
0: Uh, right, right. I think that might be that might be it. Uh, obviously, nothing important, or I don't think it will be anyway. But it's it, 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 it's a fun, I guess, background romance, perhaps <laughs> that that might continue. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, could uh, be a friendship. Could be a friendship too. Could be. Uh, but any other characters that you want to touch on?
1: Right. Uh, you do. I mm, I forgot yes. her name actually, and ah. then I, I, well, it was in the, it was in the chapter. I was like, oh, I found it. So, ah. uh, but I just want to know what her story is. True. Did did no one reach out to her because of her upbringing because she's mafia?
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's scary uh, kind of like to approach yeah, someone like that.
1: Maybe she has like one of those, you know, tough faces. Yeah. Uh, yeah. obviously has something to do with Miyuki as I think, uh, well, we see in that, in the in the uh, school festival chapter that she got, or Miyuki got her help yeah. because of the favor he did for her. Mm-hmm. But also, Kaguya brings it up in this one. He's like, oh, she' gonna be will be so proud or so happy to see you acting all cute or, or whatever yeah, right <laughs> uh, so I don't know it's i i I'm excited to hear what her story is and as you mentioned she has connection to the tell the bamboo cutter exactly so I think that's it would be interesting to see where it goes from there
0: absolutely yeah she's definitely one of those characters that I agree would be uh, w- will be fun to to see the future of mm-hmm So I guess that takes us to the relationships discussion. So yeah, starting with Kaguya and Miyuki a bit. um, It's mostly a little, little observations. Pretty small observations I got here, but uh, I loved seeing them talk about kind of when and 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 how they fell in love with each other, and like just such a great open moment between the two of them. uh, Which I thought obviously it just kind of happened by accident almost. uh, But yeah. But still, really sweet.
1: Just as they got to know each other. Yeah. But at the same time, I still feel like there's some moment missing for Kaguya. I think. Do you remember there was a flashback where Miyuki dove into that that kind of filthy pond water or whatever?
0: Ah. Because ah, Kagi yes. did that, but You're there right. was
1: there was a shot where Miyuki did it mm. for some. I, th- I guess it was Kaguya's ribbon. But yeah. We don't it get the like story that. behind that. Yeah. That's, and I, and i feel mm. like that's an import, it would play an important role of her kind of noticing that he's a kind guy not just a scary dude.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That that's yeah, that's definitely something we got to get covered at some point. Don't you think? I agree completely. We we talked earlier about flashbacks and like how that might not uh, in in certain cases might not happen, but this is something i'm definitely thinking must happen.
1: Yeah. Maybe it will be a summer around summertime when we see the Former class president come back because didn't he say he'd be back in summer?
0: Oh, did he?
1: I, I don't. I thought like there there was like an in-page thing. Is like see you again in summer or, oh, or something. No,
0: you're right. I think yeah yeah yeah. I think yeah that that sounds really familiar. I think you're right. I'm not sure what he meant. I mean, I, I felt like it seemed almost more like a message from Akasaka. Like
1: yeah, more than I think it's exactly that. Yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're you're right. Uh, yeah. So we probably wouldn't get maybe won't get this flashback until. A few more volumes, like after this whole uh, Miyuki Tsubame thing happened, and right? Like, uh, Ishigami Tsubame thing.
0: Although it's not, I, I don't feel like it's necessary uh, to for for him to be around for that flashback, because in that one panel that we got for that uh, Miyuki, I if I recall, was already a uh, the the student council president. He had that band. Oh, was he like, so really? I'm quite sure. Which, if that's the case, if if, I, if, I, at least if I'm right on this, then that guy obviously wouldn't be around for that. But that's true. I could be wrong, but it's what I... I guess
1: I was just trying to think of an excuse to have a mm. flashback uh, to when they were relatively new, getting to know each other, whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> that's a good point.
0: But still, uh, I'm glad you reminded me of that, uh, like, the that the previous student council... President might return in summer, so mm-hmm. definitely could be fun.
1: Either way, they still love each other more now than ever before because oh, yes. they've really gotten to know each other and yeah, and you know, showing each other their weaknesses. It's 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 great.
0: So great. But yeah, like I thought, also it was nice to see how since each of them are supporting different ships now, mm-hmm. it was nice to see kind of how that fact doesn't affect their relationship at all yeah uh it was really nice because i think you expressed a little bit of kind of worry regarding yeah. that earlier so i did uh, which in because that wasn't something i had really thought about but when you brought that up i was also like a little bit a little bit worried about it but it was very nice to see that that just wasn't really like yeah mm-hmm. didn't affect it at all uh in it, fact it's in fact, fact it seemed no. yeah <laughs> i think we were about to say the same thing in fact it seemed like it sort of strengthened their bond in in some way
1: exactly yeah <laughs> it shows that they're the perfect couple because mm. in that way they they make sure both of their friends can be can be happy afterwards. Like let's say mm. let's say Kage is successful in getting at uh, Tsubame and, and Ishigami together. Right. Well then Miyuki can be the support for Miko. Yeah. And vice versa. So I, I think it yeah, it's totally. definitely it's definitely nice that it worked that way and I'm glad that they, that's their perspective.
0: Absolutely. I also really appreciated the openness and honesty between them. Uh well in general as we talked about in that scene where they talked about how they fell in love, but also later on when Kaguya, well, after Kaguya started testing Miyuki to see, you know, if he wouldn't feed a fish on land or whatever the expression was, mm-hmm. uh, Kaguya admitted to having tested him, and she apologized for it, <laughs> uh, which was which was yeah. good, you know. Before they got this close, she definitely wouldn't have opened up like that, right? And Miyuki also he he told her that, you know, he he was kind of he he feared that she was thinking something else like you know mm-hmm. he opened up about how he was well yeah about what he thought was going on Which was his feelings yeah yeah so yeah i think that that's also one of those moments that really showed that and my last thing on kage and miyuki was i guess Kage's, uh love chocolates turned into yeah. a love a love proclamation uh, so that was really sweet <laughs>
1: It was a very sweet Valentine moment. Yeah. And really and
0: the imagery of her holding the heart also made me think of volume 14, you know, mm-hmm. with the ending of the school festival or of the culture festival. Uh, Indeed. So that was very sweet. Other relationships, uh, I think you want to talk about Miko and you?
1: Um, well, we actually already talked about it.
0: So... Gotcha. Because I, I wrote down a few or, well, I guess I wrote down about the sneakers. I thought it was a great gift. Uh, like oh, that's a good point. And and like the like a really great gift, and, and and the fact that he really liked it was also super cool. I just hope Miko got use shoe size right, <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh,
1: but I'm sure she did. there didn't. There didn't seem to be any uh, discrepancy <laughs> or, or issue there. Yeah, I think it's telling. While she respects uh, respects that's not how you say <laughs> respects uh, Chica so much, and she gave her experience fairly expensive gifts according to her yeah i I, I believe her yeah (laughs) the gift that she gives ishigami is way more beneficial way more useful and maybe Mm -hmm. more thought put into it i think so for sure i don't know i mean
0: miko miko even admitted that with her gift to chica she like the whole her only reason for getting it was because it was expensive Mm -hmm. but i think she definitely put thought and care into her gift for for you i mean absolutely she did
1: girl <laughs> sorry girl, I, th- I i i love bad. that
0: she she gave she gave him the chocolates and she gave him those sneakers i thought that was like great great uh, moves from miko this volume uh,
1: now what will ishigami's present be for miko when it's her birthday
0: yes and that's coming like that's right so later this month because we're in march now so later this month this month we'll pro- possibly as we talked about earlier we'll po- possibly have that second uh reverse uh valentine's day or whatever i don't white day white is oh, a white day oh, yeah yeah that, that's right so we'll have that when maybe we'll have you well you might have a chance to get her something maybe oh. although although i don't i don't know but then we have may 5th that's her birthday so that's also pretty soon but yeah anyway uh uh any other relationships
1: yeah well i also had miko and emiko and miyuki but i think mm. we we basically already mentioned all
0: that nice nice cool then let's move on to the final bit the comedy
1: i love the maki advice chapter i thought it was just all hilarious i mean yes we're laughing yes. at maki's pain <laughs> i know and her reactions but it's just it's just too funny
0: i laughed so hard as well but at the same time i felt so bad for laughing because <laughs> right? it was it was so sad of course but it just was too hilarious not to laugh at it <laughs> It's true. Uh, and also how she also copies Sutras by hand was just also yeah. really, really funny. <laughs> uh, uh, and I giving chocolates to Chica was also a fun reference to, <laughs> like, you know, back then, a couple volumes back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Chica's like, no, get away.
0: Step back. <laughs> I'm sure she would gladly take the chocolate, though.
1: Uh, chocolate's well, I, chocolate is chocolate. I, 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 well, yeah, but I, I think... <laughs> There is meaning behind, or she's worried about the meaning. Of course. I I don't. I think that she probably ate the chocolate, but just like the whole leading up to getting the chocolate was, she's probably just like I don't know about this.
0: Yeah, yeah. But we'll
1: see. (laughs) I I guess speaking of Hayasaka, her friends think still think she likes Miyuki. Oh yeah. They just they just have some pretty great misunderstandings. Like (laughs) like like someone rejected her because she cut her hair. You know.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Or vice versa. She cut her hair because someone rejected her.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and... Oh, and you... When he suggested that they go to karaoke, and I immediately was like, I'd rather die.
1: <laughs>
0: that straight face.
1: <sighs> also is so good. I guess we of Ishigami real quick. Mm-hmm. The girl that owned Ishigami at gaming, is that, is that the same girl that's at the game club with Chika?
0: Ah, um... I was actually unsure, because I've started to get a few of the girls mixed up a few of the ones that are kind of minor i i don't know if it's one of them or if it's one of ice friends oh i'm not quite sure um i guess it's worth looking up like later maybe but it's definitely one we've seen of course but i just can't say which one exactly
1: (laughs) I don't think it's one of I's friends. They don't have the same haircut.
0: Gotcha. Then in that case, I, I mean, think it, it's
1: got to be the game club, club. Yeah,
0: I mean that would make that would make the most sense if it was. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that that was great. And I'm a middle aged YouTuber dad who lives in Minato Ward. That makes me Mr. Sugar Daddy Minato Ward. <laughs> God damn it, Daddy Sugar <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. Like, no wonder you have a stalker. <laughs> yeah i I guess
0: uh no wonder your wife wanted a divorce rather
1: oh god (laughs) no i'm sorry whoa i'm sorry daddy i don't know if i go there (laughs) no i love him man i love him (laughs) he's doing so well for himself and he's just like throw him to the curb like that what the heck man
0: (laughs) oh man yeah yep Um, I I loved when Miko walked in to the student council chambers when Kageya was massaging Miyuki's legs. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, we've seen those. Right. We've seen those kind of jokes before, but I feel like it's it's been a while since Miko walked in at Mm -hmm. the wrong moment like that. Uh, So I thought that was really funny. Uh, But by the way, when that was about to happen, when Kageya was about to start massaging Miyuki's legs like that, I my my brain went to the chapter way earlier in the in the story when she was massaging his hands. Yeah, uh, And, you know, she was doing it really hard, so, like, he was in pain the whole time. That That's where my brain was. So I was, like, I was worried, like, that, that she would be too hard again. Like, like, he would, like, be in pain. But he was just ticklish, apparently, <laughs> this, this time. I guess Kaguya learned to give better massages, or at least not as rough massages. Aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We've talked about all, all the other things I have, so...
0: Yeah, same for me, actually. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, too. I'm good, too. So, that's it for, I guess, most of it. Moving into potential predictions, if there's anything else we'd like to talk or say about the book uh, in the closing minutes here. I guess my general predictions are, well, for for the spe- specifically for the next book, I'm quite sure Kage is going to visit Miyuki's childhood home, like, before they move. That's going to happen in the next book, I think. Maybe even the move, maybe they'll even move in the next book, potentially. Because it seemed like that that was going to happen pretty soon like he he apologized, like Daddy Shirogane apologized for the short notice about moving and at the end of that moving chapter, Miyuki said that he would call the like the person who I guess he should call to get the apartment or whatever the real estate agent right right right. so like it seems to be very much in motion already
1: although so. i I think it's I think it's uh, Miyuki who is going to call the real estate yeah agent. right
0: yeah, yeah that, that's what I meant yeah. Exactly.
1: Which is strange to me.
0: A bit strange, but hey, he it's like educated or whatever his dad said. Like it's something you need to know in, uh, for the future. Um, so I, I, I do, I'm going to say both of those things. Both the Kage visiting the old home or the current home and the move might happen next volume is my is my speculation or prediction. How about you?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think we have to get white day and the graduation type right ceremony going... yeah or, or, or the the whole resu- resolution of that you know what happens with Tsubani true actually got me
0: i think you're actually that de- at least march 10th like like the one the the graduation for the 30 years and the the day when she was supposed to give you her answer i can agree mm-hmm. actually I, I want to add that one too uh definitely that one i'm not as sure about March 14th though
1: I think that I think that could be the very end
0: could be, could of, be.
1: of the volume mm, for, sure, for um, sure and it may be a little more comedic than romantic but right <laughs> um, yeah but I think that we'll all uh, the, that whole ser- the March 10th thing is going to be so important because not only is it Tsubami it's also what's going to happen with uh, that heart that Miko has you know well, how is that going to be resolved and maybe this is all going to take a lot longer than we think, and True. perhaps there would be a couple, couple volumes with it. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I, do think you could get it done in one volume, and then and then have some more silly chapters later on.
0: Right. Yeah. Because the the pacing definitely changed. Like you you can never really tell like how much time is going to be covered in a book. Um, mm-hmm. But I do at least like I'm, I'm I definitely stand by that. Like the March tenth thing, I think it's definitely going to happen next volume because the final page of this book shows that like the cherry blossom tree. Yeah. Which I think was like, I think that's what they said, right? Uh, you and Subami, like when, when it blooms, she will give him uh, her answer. So I think it's definitely a reference to that, like hinting to the next book. So yeah, that's super exciting. <laughs> and, and yeah, like March 22nd, if, if I recall what it was, when Miyuki or sorry, when, when Miku would be able to claim that heart, definitely not next book but hopefully the one after that
1: oh i thought that was march 10th as well i thought they were the uh, same day
0: no 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 they were only like close i, I it's not the same oh, day Oh, um, my bad my bad but but like at least the Tsubame thing with you i think for next volume but the thing with miko i think yeah, would be yeah for some... sure
1: i was under the impression that they were the same day Gotcha, yeah, no, that gotcha. Mm-hmm. that that will that will yeah that will if it's march 22nd which i i think now that i think about it i think you're right mm. um then that that'll be maybe the next volume
0: yeah, Me. for sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I really actually personally don't think it, it's gonna be covered in the next one because I feel like there's too many other things to be covered. Like I think that the whole thing with you and Tsubame is big enough in itself, uh, yeah, right. sort of. Uh, plus the move potentially and the Calgary visiting uh, their home. So. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, uh, really exciting stuff moving forward. So yeah, I guess that's it for this volume. Any, any. Final, final words.
1: <laughs> I think for Valentine's Day, it was nice to have a non-scheming kind oh, of yeah. uh, celebration. Because le- he kind of lit it up as if they all had a turimotos and it was always oh, something. <laughs> and something was going to go down. But it was just really like, kind of heartwarming and, and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for a story that's been, I guess, for the first year. Uh, 10, 12 so volumes all about like scheming and <laughs> love is war it, when you get to actually Valentine's Day it's just really sweet and and well, romantic but also you know friendship and, and heartwarming yeah I like, I like that
0: totally I also like something about this volume that I thought was really great was I think it really gave all of the important characters time to shine hmm Really, because I I actually, I looked at my notes, like, after I was done taking notes on this, uh, for this uh, discussion, I looked at them, and I, like, for Kaguya, Miyuki, Miko, Yu, Chika, I, and Maki, I had more or less the same amount of notes taken, uh, which is pretty rare. Like, usually it's, like, definitely not this even for for Yeah. So, I I thought that was really cool to see so many characters get this much, uh, well, good content, I think good point but yeah i guess that is it for this week of umami manga if you enjoy our content you can follow us on twitter at umami manga and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel umami manga on youtube if you like this episode please share it around with anyone you think might enjoy it too thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time where we'll talk about volume 21 bye bye see you later sure it's different I mean makes sense since it is different oh what the fuck she didn't know no no she no
1: oh <laughs>
0: sorry she just jumped Ah, uh, she just jumped onto the desk like out of nowhere.
1: Oh yeah?